All right. So first of all, uh, I would like to welcome today's guest, a tier one, uh, a tier one senior window support technician here at Point of Rental and a fellow member of the Brian Block slash Brian Brigade slash whatever we're calling it these days, Brian Duggar. Welcome to the front porch with Brian Beaudry. Let's start with the basics. Uh, who are you? Where are you from? And if you could have dinner with any living person, who would it be? Um, so, I mean, um, I'm Brian. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we'll start with the easy one there. Yeah. Um, I was born and raised up in the Frisco area. I just recently moved down to the Euless Arlington area. Okay. Um, if I could have dinner with anyone alive today, hmm. Honestly, probably Joe Rogan. Seems okay. like a pretty interesting guy to talk to. Okay. And when you're having this dinner, is is it at a particular place, or is it one of you preparing dinner, or how how's the dinner working? Um, I would say we'd probably go someplace to eat. Okay. Yes. You have anywhere in mind or no? Um, not anywhere specific off the top of my head. Just like definitely a steakhouse or something for sure. Okay. Yeah. Steakhouse sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations. You you made it through the the tough initial questions. Uh, now now let's get to your your job history and and present. So, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Like from the age where you started getting asked the question, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, when I was a kid, I always thought it'd be pretty cool to be like a, an aerospace engineer, like an astronaut, okay. uh, something more focused on planes and spaceships and stuff like that. Um, and and how long did that how long did that dream live and and what, at what point did you say guess I'm not going to space uh well the dream sort of lasted until probably 18 19 years old and then i realized you know what that's a it's a lot of school it's yeah. very expensive um so and i think even if you get through the school like it's still very selective it's right like, yeah, it's just very difficult to even be considered to go to space. So it's like, okay, might as well just figure something else out for a while there. I wanted to be an architect, but again, very, very slim pickings there. Yeah. Um, so after four or five years of just flip-flopping around, I settled on, you know, I know computers real well. Mm -hmm. um, I set up my own network at home and started going to school for IT and got this job. It's my first IT job. Cool. So... Wow. So what were you doing before? Like what, what you said, flip-flopping around in a bunch of jobs. What, what are, what are these other things that you're doing? Uh, I was, I worked as a, managed a few gas stations. I served some tables, worked as a bartender, a barista, uh, mostly just service faced or service esque jobs. Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like a lot of, uh, serving people and helping people. Yeah. Do you have, I mean, what, did anything crazy happen when you were managing gas stations? Gas stations always seem like they uh, are a little scary to work at. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the craziest thing that happened, uh, it was, fortunately it was a pretty pretty calm area, um, but the craziest thing that happened was, I want to say around 10, 10.30, right before we closed the gas station down for the night, uh, Mustang pulls right up to the front door of the gas station, completely beat up. It looks like it had been in an accident. Uh, wheel is popping off and this girl stumbles in and she's like hey slurring her words and everything she's like i just ran over a uh, a roundabout and i was like dude the nearest roundabout's like 10 miles away <laughs> uh 
she ran into the bathroom. We went out, I went outside and checked her car. I was like, yeah, she was definitely driving drunk. I had to call the cops on her and everything. And before they showed up, she was zipped down all the way down the road. And we saw the cops drive by maybe five minutes later. All right. And did you have to give a report or did you just be like, hey, I know what I know. You guys, it's um, on you now. It was more so like since she drove off while I was on the phone with him, I was like, this is like I, I did what I could. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's not much more I can do. I can't force someone to stay here. That's true. Uh, there's no like official reports or anything. They didn't stop at the gas station after they got up, caught up to her or anything. They just went after her and okay. that was the last I heard about it. Interesting. All right. Well, that sounds uh, like a heck of a way to close the store for the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's safe to say we didn't do a lot of cleaning up. It was more of just keeping an eye on the roads. <laughs> Okay, so you you also mentioned that you tended some bar, I guess. Yeah. So, do you have any do you have any tips for those of us who very rarely go to a bar and, and aren't sure of some of the etiquette? Are there like a, is there a top five list of pet peeves that you have as a bartender? Um, like what are we what am I doing that's that's annoying a bartender? <laughs> um. I don't know, man. The, the most annoying thing people would do is they just sit there and just wave and start saying, hey, 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 hey. Um, after a certain point, just shout your order. Like, just say, hey, Corona. We'll, we'll get to it. If, if we didn't get to it, just keep shouting Corona. Eventually, you'll get it. Uh, sometimes it's just too hectic. We don't even realize we haven't talked to a guy yet. Um, yeah. There's also, uh, I mean, don't don't leave a mess. If, if you're going to drink, and obviously, like, everyone likes to have fun and party and go out, um, ideally, you know, don't take your shoes off and put them up on the bar. Uh, <laughs> Wait, that happened? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen this. Uh, don't ask me to charge your phone or call, um, or lie to your significant other about where you're at. Uh, this ha happens a lot. Okay. It's like, uh, I guess some people are not meant to be out drinking and it, their significant other calls and like, no, 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 I'm at a coffee shop. Don't worry. Here's the barista. And you're like, oh, yeah, make coffee. Sure. <laughs> I definitely make beverages of some type. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, that wasn't in our traditional top five form, but I do think you got to five, so I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you say was your, your career highlight before getting to Point of Rental? Because it doesn't sound like those had anything to do with, like, IT or something that you were a bit more excited about getting into. Um, and they definitely weren't in space, so I assume. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 definitely all uh, all on the ground. Um, that's tough. Because <laughs> yeah, this is my first IT job. This is my first role in my career. So, yeah. I mean, I could say, that, like, the highlight of the best place I worked before here was... Oh, it doesn't have to be a best. It okay. can just be a, whoa, that was crazy. Yeah. Um. Well, definitely there's this coffee shop up in the Shops of Legacy. It's called Cafe Intermezzo. Um, yep. Small, I think there's only three locations across the U.S. The uh, first one started out in, in Atlanta, Georgia, and a lot of celebrities go there all the time. So it was pretty cool uh, working in that, that environment. Um, we have the CEO of the, of the whole company come in every now and then, and he'd tell stories about how, like, oh, Shaq came in one time, and we had to, we had to, like, escort everyone out to the other side of the building and try to keep it really quiet that he was here. And I was like, that must have been impossible. <laughs> the dude's a giant. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, no one noticed the giant seven foot tall guy yeah. walking in. Yeah. yeah. Did Did any uh, celebrities come to your location, or was it the, only the other ones that all um, the other ones go to? 
We had a few every now and then. Unfortunately, I wasn't working those nights though. Mm. Um, I'll just come in like later, later that day or the next morning and hear about it, and they just be like, "Man." They heard that Brian was working in there. I like, oh, we can't come in at that time. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to put it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds sounds a bit unfortunate. But um, so, how how did you find Point of Rental? Because obviously, that's not similar to what you were doing at the time. So, yeah, so um, the school I was going to, I went to my computer career, and they had this. They partner with different tech companies in your area to help you find jobs and get interviews faster. And um, coincidentally, Point of Rental was. The first one I applied to, and the first one to reach out. So wow, that that really is faster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds so much more efficient than than my job search because it took me like several months to find a uh, point of rental when I was looking. There's uh, as soon as I got uh, the ability to start applying to jobs through the portal that they pr- provided, I applied to point of rental and I start went back to studying. And next thing I knew, I was getting called by Lathan, and he was like, "Hey, it's not a good time to have a, a phase one interview." I was like, "Now's the time, better time than any." Yeah. So, all right. You have a super long job title, as uh, anyone could tell by how much I mess it up at the beginning. <laughs> so what, what do you do? What is a tier one senior window support technician? Uh, so it's essentially just the senior role for the tier one team. Um, I'm, the, I'm the one there with most tenure, but we're, we're the sort of the first line of defense when it comes to IT, I guess. Yeah. Um, tickets will come over from the software support team, whether it's a printer or a credit card or a, a bug in the software. And it's our job to sort of call the customer back, try to figure out what's going on, try to resolve it as soon as on our first call. If not, we, we keep following up and we do our due, due diligence and so we're able to resolve it. Um, we don't really escalate anything to the tier two team. They're more focused on like installations, deployments, migrations, upgrades, stuff like that. Uh, whereas we're just the, the just support more more often than not. Yeah, you're you're just trying to take care of everything, so none of those things end up on, on their lap because they have so many other things. To focus right, on. right. Okay. By the way, uh, if if anyone out there is listening to this, there's currently some roof construction going on at, at Point of Rental Studios, so uh, we apologize for the random interruptions, and I apologize to you as well for, <laughs> for the interruptions. I know we've been dealing with it for a while. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was real bad when they're on the other side of the building. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, I remember when you first got here, you were doing a lot more of the going around the office and helping us as pointers out with with the problems that we were facing. And is is that just kind of how things work in IT is you start off and you're helping internally and then you, you're eventually allowed to talk to customers? More or less nowadays. Uh, when I first started, we my team, we weren't just customer focused. We did customer and internal support. Um, but more recently, I want to say maybe 14 months after I started here, they split the internal team off to be their own separate team. So now there's a whole, uh, there's a group of people that do internal IT and we just focus on customer facing stuff. Uh, nowadays, when we get new hires in the customer team, we'll let them, we'll have them do pretty much internal work, quote unquote, um, where it's all like they're helping, uh, they're setting up their own environment, they're building their own computer and getting it all set up with uh, the software and making it all work together. Um, they'll do some small tickets with us, and then the, and then next thing you know, they're they're calling customers, doing doing tickets with them. Yeah, I noticed that we have a a lot more internal customers now to to deal with, and oh, yeah. I'm sure it's a lot more challenging with so many people doing things remotely and the number of software things that we use internally and, and getting all that hooked up. Yeah, yeah, we definitely still help out from time to time. Um, whereas more so on the 
the software side of things. Um, but usually the most of the internal stuff is handled by the, the internal team. Like you said, we got, we grew a lot my first year. I think when I started, we were 220, 250 people, and now we're up closer to 400 plus. Yeah, when, when did you start? Uh, November 2020. Okay, I was going to say, I, I know it was semi-recently, but all the years are kind of blurring together for me, so it doesn't... Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I mean, um, I, my kid was born back in May, about actually almost two years ago, it'll be two years this weekend, and the past two years just flew by, it feels like last week. Yeah, those those kids are, <laughs> the birth is like really helpful for figuring out when other things happened around that, because yep. like, all right. Life definitely changed a lot at that point. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's it been like um, working here and and having this as a pretty new job, and then having a kid shortly thereafter? How how did that um, affect just how you work? I guess. Um, it, it definitely it was more of like a wake up call, for lack of a better term. Like when I started, I mean, I was definitely I was I had the axe to the grindstone, and I was as working as hard as I could. But as soon as as soon as I held my son, you know, it was, um, it was like a, a switch flipped in my head and all of a sudden I started focusing more on long-term career goals and focusing on like um, where I want to be when I'm 30, 40 years old. Uh, how do I want hit, uh, how do I want my career to impact his life rather than what, what more so like how can I make more money so I can satisfy myself is more like how can I provide more? Yeah, that's cool. Um, definitely some added stress, but... <laughs> it's to sure, be expected but, you know sometimes sometimes the stress helps you helps you build and helps you focus on yeah. the more important things so awesome what is your favorite part about your current role um, as as opposed to what you were doing before then um I'd say like there's a lot of things that are up there at the top of the list but one of the one of my favorite things is is when you know you have a really disgruntled customer who's just can't understand why something is going wrong and you go in there you fix it with and just hearing the sigh of relief and their appreciation for actually being able to do whatever they were trying to do is it's definitely one of my favorite things awesome well i don't want to say i hope that you get that level of fulfillment because then it means that someone's really upset right <laughs> but I, i'm glad that you're able to uh turn those frowns upside down if you yeah. this is definitely something that's um like we were saying earlier, all my previous job experience is customer service based. So it's something that sort of followed me around from job to job is solving problems and, and getting that, that satisfied customer. Yeah. And I, I assume that, yeah, that definitely translates over into, into what you're doing. Yeah. Um, what do you wish people knew about what you do that mm, they just don't seem to understand when they're asking you for stuff? <laughs> Should you know, Should there be a list on this one? Or? No, I, I'm just, uh, I might be shooting myself in the foot here. Um, but uh, most of the time when people ask me questions, I just turn around to Google and type the question. <laughs> and uh, I do some troubleshooting on my end before I turn around and give them the answer. Okay. So you're you're a real life, uh, let me Google that for you. Yep. Yep. I'll, I'll just Google it and uh, I'll, I'll try a couple of things. And as soon as I got the issue resolved, uh, I'll call you back up or I'll, I'll turn around to you and just say, hey, just try this. It is convenient to have that person out there going through all the solutions and making sure this one's the one that's actually going to work because right. there's there's a lot of potential things out there on the on the internet. There. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of um, you don't see it too often nowadays. Google's getting pretty good about blocking it, but back about five ten years ago, there's a lot of bad actors. You you'd search up how do I solve this problem? They say, hey, just download this and run it. Yeah, and next thing you know, you can't you can't use your computer now. Yeah, so 
All right, so so we have you to take on those risks <laughs> for customers. All right, so before we get into your non-professional life, I want to play a game with you called uh, Brian or Lion. So if you agree with this statement or say it's true, say Brian. And if you disagree or you know think it's untrue, then you say Lion. Uh, and then I'll need a reason for either of your answers. So, okay. uh, Brian or Lion, you've hidden snacks so that no one else will find them, and you can eat them later at your leisure. Brian, yeah, I uh, I keep a, a hidden stash in my drawer at my desk of all sorts of snacks that uh, I, I don't want to advertise that I have, <laughs> okay. uh, including just various varieties say, of coffee. And I was going to say, don't advertise too much because like people will see this and then they'll know. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a Do you have a home stash like this, or is it just a work work based thing? Um, at home, I mean, there's there's definitely like a little box tucked away in my in my home office. Okay. Um, but I was gonna say, if you got a kid, then you're definitely gonna want to prepare to have one of those. Oh yeah, uh, I, uh, anything that I don't want to share, I, I make sure it's hidden away as it's coming into the house. It goes into the home office and it gets put in the box, and nobody sees it. All right, good. I like. I, I'm glad I'm not the only one <laughs> with this. Uh, if you could find out how you were going to die, you would want to know. Brian, yeah, I think um, I think it would be interesting whether or not you know, like, could you affect change on that, or uh, you know, who knows? It could be like, oh, you're going to die in thirty years while driving down the street, and you're just like, okay, cool. In thirty years, I won't be driving. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's yeah, that that does create a little bit of a, a challenge. But then if you find out that you if you're in a situation where you're driving in 30 years, you're going to be like, oh, crap. Yep, yep. It'll just sneak back <laughs> in the back of my head. And, and I'll say, yeah, it'd be an interesting situation to be in. But I would definitely, if I could know, I would like to. Okay. And that, that goes for the follow-up question of when, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. When as well. If, yeah, if, it's, uh, if it's tomorrow or if it's in 50 years, <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> if it's tomorrow, I'm done with this interview. I'll see. <laughs> I'm wasting time. All right. Uh, Brian or Lion, you've said unironically to someone else, when I was your age. Brian, yeah. As, um, I was talking to my little brother about uh, he, he's, he gets real impatient about things, like especially with technology and games and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm like, man, when I was your age, <laughs> uh, games. I was playing a Game Boy, and the whole game would reset if you just moved the screen too far in one direction, and you just lost all your progress. Um some like you don't really have to think about nowadays games just do it all for you it remembers what you were doing last and um so it's, it's probably the only time i've ever used that unironically <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i imagine it comes up a lot with technology specifically because yeah. like it, there's so much change so quickly that it's yeah. like ah. oh yeah it's crazy you don't not, not a lot of people really think about it but if you go back like 2010 when the first around 2010 when the first iPhone came out I mean that thing was sluggish you clicked a button you had to wait a good five seconds to do anything and now it's it's the end of the world if you Facebook's not loading instantly yeah when I was your age <laughs> we had to log on on a desktop yep yep we had a MSN but you know also YouTube no ads no yeah, that's true yeah so hey, YouTube was getting a little out of control with those ads nowadays win some lose some you know? yep yep all right. Uh, speaking of YouTube, uh, Brian or Lion, you prefer Google suite of pro uh, office tools to Microsoft's. Just trying to get you in trouble with Bob. <laughs> um, this is, uh, I'm going to go with Lion on that one. Um, while Google suite is very convenient, 
Um, it's definitely capable of the same things. Um, Microsoft has suite has been around for so much longer and they've, they've perfected a lot of the things that Google's trying to do now. Okay. Well, that's not going to get you in trouble with Bob. So <laughs> darn it. I will say for collaborative reasons though, Google suite is definitely going to take that cake. Okay. All right. Uh, Brian or lion, you've lied about seeing a movie or having seen a movie. Lion. You know, I've, uh, I've always been scared, you know, I lie about saying something and you run into that situation where, you know, uh, someone would be like, oh yeah, I mean, it's Spider-Man No Way Home. You remember when Tony Stark jumped off the building and you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, I knew you didn't watch it. <laughs> okay, so you, you have those types of people around you that are going to catch you in these lies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I think you're the first one to say that you don't lie about having seen movies, which also this was very confusing because the whole thing was Brian or Lion and then I asked you about Lion. <laughs> All right. Well, let's have a uh, have a beverage and a little break while before we get into the interesting character questions. Okay. Aside from your people and your inventory, your data is the most important thing to your business. But when disaster strikes, there may not be enough warning for you to protect it. That's why we recommend routinely backing up your data with offsite cloud-based backup services. When disaster hits, whether it's a storm, fire, or an angry ex, you'll be back up and running in no time instead of spending months trying to restore your lost data. Contact Pointer Rental Support today at 800-944-7368, and our IT experts will recommend some services that have proven effective for our customers. All right, welcome back. <laughs> so what do you do when you're away from the office? I know everyone, I know like, in theory, everyone has a life, uh, but it's easy to just imagine everyone just stops existing whenever they're not in the office. Yeah. Um, nowadays, uh, most of the time it's just spent taking care of my kid, spending time with him, but I try to make some time to do some digital art, photography. Um, I like producing music, not so much the whole process, but just like the, the actual instrumentals is fun. Uh, I spend a lot of time playing video games and studying. Okay, when you say producing music, are you meaning like producing as in playing the music? Or are you like a um, you know an actual music producer? A little bit of both. Um, I play some guitar, saxophone, and piano. So uh, I got Logic Pro on my Mac at home, and I'll use that uh, whether I'm using just like my computer keyboard and mouse, or if I pick up my guitar and strum something together real quick, and then I throw it all together and try to make a, a two or three minute long instrumental. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like with those three instruments, yeah, you can make pretty much yeah. whatever tunes you want. All right, that sounds cool. Uh, yeah, how do, how do you handle, what were you doing before you had a kid <laughs> that you've, you've kind of had, had to move out of your life uh, now that, you know, kids take precedence? Yeah, um, before the kid, I would say, I mean, I went out, outdoors a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, now, that I, now that he's around him, he's just too small. Uh, can't spend eight hours walking around some woods. Um, yeah, it's generally <laughs> frowned upon. Yeah, well, I guess you could if you like put him in a pack, and then, but then it's a lot of extra work for you. Yeah, yeah you got to take him in and out every time he needs to do a diaper. You got to you could, you got to keep track of time and and feed him versus like that's true. Um, when he gets a little bit older, I'm hoping to go back out and hike around some more, and hopefully at that point in time, he's, he's you know he's saying, "Hey, I need to go to the bathroom." Or, "Hey, I'm hungry." Or, thirsty or something it is helpful once they learn that ability to you know 
let you know and really understand what the whatever yeah. <laughs> whatever's happening and instead of just i don't like whatever's happening yeah yeah right now it's very much uh i don't like this and you're like okay what's this yeah i don't know not helpful right? yeah <laughs> i guess that it, that probably helps you in uh in it as well <laughs> just yeah. troubleshooting it's like something's broken man i don't know what's broken it's like all right well let's, let's get back to the basics are, are you breathing <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you ever gone? <laughs> have you ever gone back to those, that level of basics with a customer? Because that would be amazing. No, no, but I've definitely I've gone to um, I've gone to store back. It's like, hey, is, 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 it is plugged in, right? <laughs> like, like you you did confirm the cable is connected at both sides, correct? Just want to make sure because it doesn't sound like it is. <laughs> I I think I I haven't called in, but yeah, I've definitely run into a situation where it's like, why isn't working? Oh. Someone pl- unplugged it from the uh, from the wall. Yep. Hey, thanks, person. Yep. Or they uh, they accidentally kick the extension cord and it flips this little mm. breaker switch in it. Yeah, I've done that too. Yep. <laughs> probably sh- probably should stop uh, leaving the extension cords under where my feet can kick. Okay. You also mentioned um, digital art. So what what type of digital art are you doing? Are you animation or photo um, or? I did a little animation just here and there, more so like the like a bouncing ball or a paper airplane flying. Um, just like a short gift that repeats every second or so. Uh, but I do a lot of like digital painting, portraits, stuff like that. Uh, I've done quite a bit of photo manipulation, but not too much now. Um, I don't really have time to go out hiking and taking pictures to manipulate <laughs> them into something new, yeah. uh, which is what I used to do all the time. Um, what kind of stuff are you, are you digitally painting? Like what, what's your kind of style or your genre? Or do you have? Um, I do. I've done. I should say I've done logo design. Um, a lot of sort of like anime, okay. almost like manga. Um, I'll do portraits of people in a stylized. Uh, yeah, I guess in like an anime style. I'll do portraits of people that way. Um, I'll draw landscapes or just various designs. Um, just like I don't know if you know. Um, I don't know anything, so sorry. <laughs> There's a, I guess it's a meditative practice called Zen Tangle. All it is is just lines over and over making a repeat, repeat, repeating pattern. Um, so I sort of have my own adaptation of that where I'll draw one big picture and then I'll just draw the lines going in over and over and over on itself until it creates something new. Do You, uh, you actually you did kind of hint at this earlier where you're talking about how you're thinking about you know, where you're going to be at, at 30 and 40 and that type of stuff. Do you have any particular goals on the horizon personally or professionally that someone listening to this might be able to help you with? Um, yeah, my uh, long-term goals definitely within the next five years. I would like to get into cybersecurity with a focus on pen testing and exploitation development. Um more so, I mean, most people, that raises a red flag when you say exploit development. Yeah, you're, you're scaring me a little. <laughs> um, it's more so, there's, there's uh, programs out called bug bounties. Apple has a big one right now. Nobody's been able to, to uh, submit one yet. If you can get into an iPhone without any interaction from the user, they'll give you a million dollars. That does sound like a good reward. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I can see why you might be compelled to try to get into this. Yeah. I hope you're not going to do it for more than the reward entry. Oh, no, 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 no. I, uh, you're going to be white hat. Yeah, yeah, white hat for sure. If um, I mean, different times, I mean, uh, like back in the start of computers, 
you know, it was a lot harder to get caught and maybe do something stupid every now and then. But nowadays, people just everything's tracked with cookies and and everyone knows what you're doing already online. So that's true. That's a warning to all of you out there online. <laughs> Don't think that your uh, private or incognito browser is is protecting you. So let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. The last one is, do you have any questions for me? So it seemed, seems a little unfair that I get to ask you all of these questions and you wouldn't have an opportunity to ask me a question. So if you have a question for me, uh, floor is yours, sir. How did you get started doing what you do? Uh, as far as getting into marketing, so I was going to go to college and do urban and regional planning. And then basically my first course for urban and regional planning was kind of uh, develop your philosophy of urban and regional planning. And at the same time, I was also taking as a uh, regular like course credit, a philosophy class. And I just kind of really got into this idea of you know, wanting to do what you're passionate about. So it's like, I was kind of doing urban and regional planning for, you know, consistent job. And it's something that my dad was a traffic engineer. So I'm very familiar with municipal government and like local government and stuff. So I was like, oh, but I'm really passionate about writing it. And I want to go do more writing related things. And then, so I went to journalism and journalism, there's no jobs and no money. So it's like, mm, let's do marketing. Yeah. I was gonna say with journalism, I, mean, I thought about being an uh, investigative journalist on the side, it's like a little, little side project. And yeah, you're right. It's, uh, you spend more money doing it than you do making. It so. turns out that for some reason, not a lot of places want to pay you to <laughs> dig up information that makes them look bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very strange. All right. Well, thank you for for your question, <laughs> and I'm glad I don't have to answer more questions. But you do. So next, we'll have the five important questions. Five important questions. Five important questions. Five important questions. Question number one of the five important questions is, what would you say is your greatest success in life? I mean, I know you have a lot of life left to go. But, <laughs> well, I don't know that, but we'll find out whoever gives you that answer. Right, right. Um, you know, as... As cliche as it sounds, I think my biggest success would be uh, would be my my son. Honestly, yes, that's very cliche. And, yeah, but I'll allow it because I I really need to make that like you're not allowed to bring up your family or any of that stuff because everyone always goes there. It's just, it's just such an easy route to go, and you know if if you want to show your family later, it's it wins brownie points. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. Well, I hope your I hope your son appreciates it. <laughs> Uh, question number two, what is your greatest fear? Uh, I think my greatest fear would be finding out that we're truly alone. Like there's nothing else in the universe, it's just us. That is my greatest fear. I know that we there's no concrete evidence right now, but it's all theory right now. Um, but it'd be kind of terrifying to be in an infinitely expanded universe and we're the only living life that's somewhat sentient. And I mean, whether it's the case or not, we should probably like be nicer to each other, I guess. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, if you could tell first day at work, Brian, one piece of advice, what would you tell him? 
I would tell, I would, if I could tell them anything, I would just say start start learning uh, as much as you can about cloud computing and security as soon as possible. Um, I didn't start focusing on it until about a year and a half in, so about a year ago now, and I'm so far behind. I think it's easy to feel that way. I think you're probably not as far behind as you think you are, but yeah, it's very clearly <laughs> where everything's going, and it's like, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah now that we got it. Almost all of our products are, are have cloud offerings, and it's it's strange to say that I barely know anything about cloud when it comes to it, to the bottom line of it. So when you when you become that cloud expert, then do we remove the Windows part of your your job title? Uh, you know, I, I I thought they'd do the same thing when I when I when I got here, and I was like, man, I know everything there is to know about Max. Can I be the Max support technician? Mm. And, you know, unfortunately, is, uh, because our product is mostly Windows-based, we will always be Windows support technicians. Okay, so maybe we can just add it. So you can be the the Tier 1 Senior Windows Mac Cloud <laughs> Support Technician. All right. Uh, if you could, Oh, wait, sorry. What is your most embarrassing moment as a pointer? We all have that one time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so our, our software has a dependency called Crystal Reports. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, you should not try to reinstall Crystal Reports in the middle of a workday. Okay. Otherwise, you may or may not take down an entire company for two hours and want to keep the whole phone call quiet. <laughs> yeah, that, that, doesn't sound, <laughs> that doesn't sound good for anyone. So that, that is a very good piece of advice. Maybe you should have given that to first day at work. <laughs> 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 yeah, that would have been a good one, yeah. Uh, I, I tell all the new hires now, I'm like, hey guys, just just fair warning. Crystal will let you uninstall it while it's running. <laughs> all right. So anyone out there also interacting with Crystal Reports, d- don't uninstall it while it's running. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, sorry you've been embarrassed. You've been uh, sentenced to death as as doing such a thing with Crystal Reports is now a capital offense. Uh, as you're aware, we like the death penalty in Texas, so... What what is your last meal and why? Hmm. I think a good a good last meal would probably be a nice big like a, a cowboy ribeye or a tomahawk, a big potato and and a, a glass of whiskey on the rocks would be pretty pretty good last meal. Um, All right, you, and you're inviting Joe Rogan to this last yeah. meal. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. Uh, Mostly just because it's it's a staple. I mean, steak and potatoes, you can't go wrong. It is a good classic. Yeah, I like that you also included a drink, which often people neglect. All right. Uh, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? You know, oh, I wish I was more um, more outgoing. I'm very uh, very introverted and closed off. I don't really do a lot of talking to people. Um, I'm sure you've seen me walk around the office. I have my eyes at the floor. I don't. I don't really interact with people. I, I wish I did because um, I, I love talking with people. I just I I don't go out of my way to do it. I I can relate. I have a very similar walking around the office thing where it's like I don't know how much of a conversation people want to have, and sometimes it's like, well, I, also I have to do a thing, so I don't want to start a conversation and then be like, oh yeah, by the way, no, I I I didn't mean to actually start a conversation. I can right. leave. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you could change one thing at point of rental, what would it be? Mm-mm. 
um, that's a, it's like a time bomb diffusing <laughs> right now. Um, I mean, you can get yourself in as much trouble as you want to, but. Right, right, right. Um, if I could change one thing, though. Hmm. I think I would probably more so than anything, I would I would break down that wall between support and IT and training or, or, or our implementations training team. Uh, I feel like we should all be sitting in one big communal group rather than separate, separated the way we are. It seems like we're always pointing fingers at each other rather than having conversations. Yeah, now there is like a, a, a literal wall in between you all. Yeah. 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 All right, I like it. Who, oh, what is your spirit spice? I'm sorry? What is your spirit spice? It's kind of like a spirit animal, but like a spice that you strongly identify with. Um, <laughs> it's a question no one else asks, and I, yeah, every time no one knows what I'm talking about, so I see why no one else asks it. Yeah, I mean, this is a good question. Um, I would say probably crushed red peppers. Okay, why? Why crushed red peppers? Why is why is that, well, Brian? Mostly, I mean, I, I put that on everything. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's like honestly, I'm about seventy five percent crushed red pepper right now. So, <laughs> um, all it just, just feels. I don't, I don't. It just feels right. I don't know. Like, all right. that's okay. We you don't have to have a good answer. You just have to have an answer. And right. It just feels right. Works. All right, uh, tell me a secret about Point of Rental. Um, you know, I, I feel like, um, a, a good, a good secret about Point of Rental is, um, for as much finger pointing as, as there is that I just said about, um, you know, we are one big family. We do we do look out for each other, whether it be uh, an internal situation or an external situation. We're all we're all there for each other, even if we don't outwardly say it. Um, it's it's not something I found at many other companies where, you know, uh, you could come to me or I can go to you about an issue and we'll work together to solve it rather than just being kicked to the curb. All right, yeah, I, I hope you don't ask me to help with most of your issues because I'm not going to be very helpful. But I, I get the general spirit of what you're going with. All right, uh, what's something, whether relating to our software or not, that you could teach a three- to five-minute class about? Um, I could probably... Honestly, I could probably do like a three- to five-minute class on, on music production or photography. Wouldn't be too difficult. I mean, there's obviously so much more you can cover. Yeah. And then just three to five minutes, but you can definitely do a quick rundown. Okay. Are those the things, I, I have a follow-up question, which is what would you be excited to do a three to five minute class about? Are those the things? Uh, yeah, no, but either one of those, I'd be, I'd be pretty excited to teach. Awesome. All right, well, thank you, Brian, for chatting today. Uh, to anyone who made it to this point with us, uh, thank you for listening and we'll keep the porch light burning for you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me.